Hello everyone, it is yours truly, The Mass Menace, aka Arch Clarence Kent. It is a new Thursday, so you know what that means. Yes, a new episode of the Teachable Moments podcast. So sit back, relax, clean out your ears, and you might just learn something here on the Teachable Moments podcast. Hello everyone, it is yours truly, the Mass Menace, a.k.a. Arch Clarence Kent, multiple-time ACW television champion, and your king of ACW, and the host of this wonderful podcast that you are listening to right now. It is Thursday, so you know what that means, yes, it means another weekly episode of the Teachable Moments podcast. Now, I know I did an impromptu episode of my podcast Saturday, uh, the 7th, because stuff came up, and in it, in it I talked about um, Vince's return, because news had broke on the 5th that Vince had returned, uh, and then it even blew up more on the 6th, and I decided to do an impromptu episode on the 7th. And it was basically talking about how I feel felt Vince's return to the WWE after he retired could basically spell the downfall for WWE. And that how also he had returned to help facilitate a sale of WWE. Okay, and one of the potential buyers was like, there was a list. There was Fox, there was Disney. I mean, come on. I, I, can, I could talk about what could happen if WWE is bought by Disney, you know. Um, there was Fox, there was Disney, there was... Um, the Warner Brothers, there was, and I'm going to talk about that here today too, and then there was Saudi Arabia, and I told y'all from, in the impromptu episode that Saudi Arabia was a potential buyer, and that I would talk more about that here, on this episode, well here we go. Not long after I posted that episode, not long, it, had, it couldn't have been more than a day, when I posted that Improv 2 ep- episode, that, boom, news reports come about WWE has been sold to Saudi Arabia, WWE is sold and it's going to go private and stuff like that. And it set Twitter ablaze. I mean, it sent Twitter ablaze. I mean, people were outraged. People were upset. Um, and I can see why. And it was just going on. But here's the thing. I'm afraid on it in those little snippets that you saw, those little news articles about WWE has been sold to Saudi Arabia 
It's even at the beginning of it, which nobody paid attention to. All they paid attention to was WWE sold to Saudi Arabia. But before that, it said rumor. Rumor is that Saudi Arabia's been sold to that WWE's been sold to Saudi Arabia. Rumor has it, the reports are WWE has been sold to Saudi Arabia. See, it, they kept saying rumor. And even though it said rumor, all these people were like, oh no, WWE's been sold to Saudi Arabia. Okay. I was talking to my wife at the time and said, and I even made sure to tell her, Rumor has it that, that WWE's been sold to Saudi Arabia. Rumor has it. Rumor. It was never factually um, confirmed. There were no facts about it. Even NBC had to come out and say, WWE has not been sold to Saudi Arabia. Okay, WWE has not been sold to Saudi Arabia. Now, turns out, let's talk about, <laughs> see, I love it, this week we're still talking about the, the who, we're still talking about who WWE could be sold to, okay, even on Twitter people are still going like, you know, if WWE is sold to Saudi Arabia, wrestlers should walk out. If WWE is sold to Saudi Arabia, there will probably be some walkouts of the WWE. There probably will. And I'm guessing, no offense, I'm guessing the reason people people sent it all into a blaze and blew it completely out of proportion was the was about was because of the news that had broke. What was it? Not even an hour. After that, and uh, before that, which was Stephanie had resigned as co-CEO. She resigned. So then, rumor pops up that WWE's been sold to Saudi Arabia. So people start making, connecting lines and stuff, connecting the dots. And they're like, oh, Stephanie walked out, uh, resigned from WWE because it was sold to Saudi Arabia. Um, but, turns out, WWE was not sold to Saudi Arabia. It wasn't. It hasn't even been sold. There's a reason for that. Sales of companies do not happen overnight. They just don't. There's a lot that goes into it. Heck, even, what was it? Um... The day after it was confirmed that Vince had returned to WWE and that he was coming back to help facilitate a sale of WWE, they made it a point to say that the sale probably wouldn't be finalized until six, more than likely would not be finalized until six to eight months later, okay? So then it comes out that it's been sold to Saudi Arabia like literally a day after, right? Or whatever. A uh, day after I made my impromptu episode of the Teachable Moments podcast. It comes out that 
No, it's been sold to Saudi Arabia. It ain't even been a week, people. It ain't even been a week. I will say that there were some people that did jump the gun. There were some there was a lot of people that jumped the gun and then there were some people who's just like just be patient. Wait till you hear from people like Wall Street Journal. Okay. I love I love that that gets brought up. Because I was literally on Twitter having a conversation with some guy and he's like nobody watches wrestling anymore. That's the problem. Nobody watches wrestling is what he's saying. And I'm like um, wrong? That's wrong. Uh, and then I proceeded to tell him, if you're going to comment on something, at least be educated about it, or else you look like an idiot. I did also find it funny to tell you, you can't call anybody an idiot nowadays because they get butthurt about their, their soft skin. Their, they, they're so sensitive and they're like, you offended me because you called me an idiot. No, I'm just calling you what you are. Okay. Then the guy proceeds to tell me today that, well, look at the ratings and it gets outdone by uh, a 12 a.m. rerun of Sports Center and whatever. And I told him, I said, I never once said that wrestling doesn't get outdone by other shows. I'm just calling out the fact that you said <clears throat> that nobody watches wrestling nowadays. Nobody. Now, now I'll be the first. Is the popularity of wrestling down when, when it comes to watching WWE and AEW? Yeah, I mean, wrestling's probably not as popular as it was back in the 70s or the 80s, okay? Things happen. Okay, certain people get into wrestling, they fall out of love with wrestling, they it takes them 20 more years to get back into love with wrestling, and I have proof of that right there. I'm gonna go into statements again. My mom, me, my sister, my mom, my dad, and my uncle would all sit down, would all sit down when WCW was on and watch Nitro, Thunder. Saturday night, whatever WCW had the show that was on Saturdays, and we'd sit down, we'd watch it, okay, and we'd watch it. Uh, even before that, my mom and my dad was watching uh, the Rock and Roll Express versus the Midnight Express in a scaffold match at Chi Town Heat, okay, a Chi Town Chi Town, whatever it was called, okay. Uh, they were watching that event. They were watching Ronnie Garvin. They were watching Ric Flair. They were watching all these people. They were watching the Four Horsemen, right? So uh, that's how I got into watching wrestling because my parents watched wrestling, okay? After WCW went out of business, after WCW went out of business, my mom and my dad stopped watching wrestling, Okay. They did. They stopped watching wrestling. They fell out of love with wrestling. I think, I think after WCW went out of business, Mom watched maybe some of Impact, um, sporadically maybe. Um, they watched some WWE, but never really got into WWE. 
and all, but the point being is they watched some, but they never religiously watched it until AEW came back around. So, see, you take into account WCW went out of business in 2001. We are now in 2023. Okay. Um, it was... It was almost 20-some years. Literally almost 20-some years when my mom... That, that it's been since my mom and dad had stopped watch, had watched wrestling religiously. And then they saw AEW and they fell back in love with wrestling to a point, right? Now, me, my wife, my sister, my mom, we sit down, we watch Dynamite, we watch Rampage, we watch all that stuff, okay? We watch wrestling. My dad sits down and watches the pay-per-views, okay? So, we're starting to get back into that groove of my family watches wrestling again, and we can talk about it and whatever. So, yes, people fall out of love with wrestling. They get they get desensitized to it, and then they fall back into love with wrestling. Because something piques their interest. So, this guy's like, nobody watches it. He's like, it gets out done. And I just told him... I just told him, I called out, I was calling out the fact that he said nobody watches wrestling, which is not true, okay? And then he tries to tell me that, look at the ratings, okay? The, the ratings say differently. So I went on and I checked out and I looked at the ratings for January the 4th, January the 4th edition of Dynamite, this, uh, this year, which, ironically, guess what was the number one watched show or viewed show <clears throat> on Wednesday, on January the 4th? Ding, 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 ding. It was Dynamite, okay? It was a top viewed show on all of TBS last Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's on January the 4th. The uh, because this is now the twelfth, uh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the twelfth. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So about a week ago, Dynamite was the most viewed show on all of TBS on Wednesday. Okay. So that right there proves that I was gonna show this guy the proof because I told him he was telling me stuff and I'm like okay I love good conversation fair enough answer me this question what was the most watched because I had done my homework because when you start getting into a verbal spout with me I am going to research I am going to research because one I have just called this guy an idiot I don't want to make myself look like an idiot so I'm going to do my homework. Okay, I'm going to back up what I'm going to say. I'm going to research it, fact check, right? So I go to T so I go and I check what was the most viewed show on TBS. It pops up January the 4th's ratings. Okay? And it says number 1 top viewed show on all of Dynamite. Well, I mean on all of Wednesday on TBS Dynamite. With like 800 and some thousand viewers. Okay. 
So I get it. It's not a million, but hey, it's at 800 and some thousand. And that's what was watched on Wednesday. We have to take into account all the people who have DVR'd it so they can watch it because they have work. So they can watch it the next day or the weekend or whatever, which is sometimes what my mom does when she had to work, when she has to work. She goes um, and DVRs it so she can watch it later. Right now she's not working, so she's able to watch it more and we can talk about it more because she's been having health issues lately. I don't really want to get into that at the moment, but she's she's been having health issues and they've put her all out of work for right now for the time being. Uh great thing is my mom gets to now come and watch me wrestle on the twenty first of January in Faustin, North Carolina. Okay, so my mom gets to actually be in the st in the thing in the stands and watch me wrestle. And it's gonna be a first for me. It's gonna be a first because it's going to be the first time I've ever wrestled inside of a school. We're going to be at Falston Elementary School. And I'm excited. I am because I've always, ever, ever since I was a kid, I wanted to wrestle. But there were things that kept me from being able to accomplish that until I got into my 30s. Okay. But. As a kid, I thought, you know, if I ever wanted to wrestle, if I was, if I ever had the chance to wrestle and got the chance to wrestle, I would want to wrestle. I would want to wrestle at said, at like a school, right? At like an elementary school, because that's where a lot of wrestling shows went to back even when I was a kid. They'd show up at elementary schools. When mom was a kid, they'd show up at schools and wrestle at schools and malls. I wanted to do what they did. Okay. So. Yeah. So my mom gets to watch that. And uh, gets to come watch. My dad gets to come watch. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. It's going to be great. Uh, but no, getting back to it. I messaged the guy and told him. I said, so what was the most viewed show on TBS on January the 4th? And he hasn't even gotten back to me. See, I'm trying to have a conversation with this guy. Give him a chance to prove what he's saying is true. And I am... I've got actual proof. And I'm trying to prove him wrong, and he's like, oh, I'm not going to reply back to this dude, okay? Uh, one, I'm going to have a civil conversation with this guy, and then he tries to compare me to a politician. He tries to compare me to a politician. Are you kidding me? You want to compare me to a politician? Are you, are you kidding me? I don't like politicians. Uh, I don't like politics, okay? Don't compare me to a politician. But no, yeah, that's been going on, and I think that ultimately came from because somebody that I follow and who follows me, she um, was talking about the Kenny Omega, the last night's Dynamite, the Kenny Omega match, the the well not just the Kenny Omega match, the Elite 
versus Death Triangle for the trios titles. Uh, okay, it was the it was a best of seven. Okay, and it that was big for the Kia Forum, right? The Kia Forum hadn't seen a best of seven game since the eighties. Okay, that's the last time. My food caught in my throat. That's the last time they the Kia Forum had even played host to a best of seven series. And they were having a best of seven series finals, the final best of seven mat series between Death Triangle and the Elite last night on Dynamite at the Kia Forum. And it was a ladder match. Now I thought the ladder match was pretty decent. <coughs> oh, food caught in my throat. No, I thought it was pretty decent. Uh, were there things that could have been improved? Yes, as always. There's always things that can be improved, especially when it comes to wrestling matches. Something can always be improved upon. A match can always be better, and at the same time, it can also be worse. That match was not the worst match I've ever seen in my entire life. Trust me, it's not. Um, it, it was pretty decent. It was good. It was entertaining. It kept my attention. And that's ultimately what we're looking for today in wrestling, right? What can keep our attention? Okay, because I'll tell you this. I've been known to sometimes tweet about things while wrestling's going on. Tweet about it while on my phone about the match. During that whole match, I don't think I even tweeted once. Okay, I don't think I did. I kept watching that match. I, my eyes were glued to the TV at that time. It was fantastic. I do have to say Kenny Omega took a beating in that match. And I think Don Callis said this is 13 hours he was going on 13 hours jet lag, getting back from Japan, from Tokyo, Japan. So, it's interesting. And uh, they had the match, of course. If you haven't watched it, pause this right now. Go on, if you have DVR, go to TBS. Or go to the episode of Dynamite, you DVR if you haven't seen it yet. Watch it. It's a good match. There is something else in there I want to talk about and whatever. But go watch it now and then come back to this and then play. Okay, now that I'm guessing if any of y'all haven't seen it, y'all probably went and saw it now. Uh, there are people in wrestling and ACW that I wrestle for. They're not huge fans of like some of them aren't huge fans of Kenny Omega. Or the elite, like the young bucks, uh, they aren't even the huge fans of uh, Penta and Phoenix, but maybe they like Pac or whatever. The point is, not everybody's going to be a fan of the same thing, right? Like I said, me personally, I enjoyed it. Death Triangle lost the titles, the elite beat them to close out the best of seven series and become new trios tag champions so yeah i mean i thought it was pretty good i wouldn't rate it a five-star match it was uh maybe a 
four and a half, maybe, uh, maybe a four star match. Um, now, something we're gonna keep on track with Dynamite. Something I noticed about on Twitter. Something I I noticed on Twitter. People were commenting about MJS promo. He came out last night and he was talking to Takeshita, right? Uh, Kanosuke Takeshita. Uh, Kanosuke Takeshita. Um, and his promo kind of rubbed people a, a wrong way. Some people a wrong way. Others took it as he's just being the heel. Others took it as they probably brought it up to Tony Khan and they all signed off on it. Okay. Some people are taking his promo because I even went back because I watched it last night and I didn't see anything wrong. Okay. Last night. And then sometimes I'll be watching something not really see anything wrong and then somebody will mention something online about how it could be racist or ambiguously wrong or morally gray or whatever. Um... So what I did was I went back and I rewatched that segment when he's talking about talking to Takeshita. That's the only part I watched that rewatched of that segment and all. Me personally, now I don't want anyone to think that I support racism because I don't. Okay, I don't support uh, racism. I don't support racists. I don't. Okay. <laughs> I don't, I didn't really see it as being racist. Some people may have. They have their own viewpoints, okay? Especially if they're uh, probably Japanese people probably have their own viewpoints, right? They probably thought it was racist. because And supposedly because, M I'm not going to say what the, <laughs> the phrase was that MJF used. All I'm going to say is he used the wordplay on Takeshita. Okay, he used what we call wordplay, and he took Takeshita's name, kept all the letters the same, and he just said it a different way. And some people took that as being racist. Okay, they did. Um, now that I look at it, could MDF had done something different? Probably, yes. Um, but would it, would it have been MJF if he had of? Okay. MJF is known for pushing the envelope, right? Some people's like, well, he's about to push the envelope right off the edge of the cliff, and I won't watch him anymore. Well, that's your choice. That's your prerogative, okay? If you don't want to watch, I, I'm going to sum it up. If you don't want to watch me, you don't have to. I'm going to sum it up the best way as I can. As I can. Years ago. Years ago, when Stone Cold Steve Austin was an active, active wrestler. Okay? And I don't mean making sporadic appearances and wrestling once every five years at WrestleMania. Okay? Or once every ten years at WrestleMania. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about a full-time competitor. Always competing, week in, week out. 
Okay. Stone Cold was asked simply this. Somebody asked him in an interview, what do you say to parents who may not agree with how you talk, with the fact that you drink beer, with the fact that you flip the thing, flip the bird? Okay. Um, I love it. Announcers like to call it saying that we think someone's number one in our book. Okay. It's their terminology for flipping the bird. Uh, flipping someone off, basically. Um, so they asked, they asked Stone Cold Steve Austin what and what he thought about it. If the, they see parents don't agree with it, they don't want their kids watching it, and they force their concerns. His answer was simply this. His answer was so simple, and it was this: parents. If you don't like what your kids are watching, turn the channel. It's as simple as that. People, I'm going to piggyback off of that. If you are not a fan of what you are seeing on AEW, maybe you don't like what MJF did and you don't want to watch MJF, turn it. Turn it and then come back later. Okay, MJF isn't going to be on the whole show. If you only want to see MJF wrestle and not see his promos because you think his promos push a little beyond what he should be saying and maybe going a little too far, then change it. Okay, you just watch him wrestle. It's as simple as that. I think last year, MJF took a football jersey that he was wearing and wiped his butt with it. Some people thought that that was too far. He is a heel in wrestling, okay? He is a heel. He is going to say whatever he can to get underneath your skin, to get you to hate him. Because you all, his job, his job, because he is getting paid, is to make you hate him, okay? So he's going to beat up on your favorite stars. He's going to say something that rubs you the wrong way. Now, I am a firm believer there is, oh, there is too much, there is too far of the, there is boundaries, okay? MZF went on Twitter, I think on the anniversary of Sandy Hook shooting, and kind of referred to Darby Allen as a school shooter. Could that have been? Could that? Could that be too much? Yeah, possibly it could. Yes. Yes, I agree. But MJF is going to be MJF. Okay, not that I condone everything MJF says or does. He is MJF. He is a character. Now, some people say that he's being himself. If that is true, then okay, that's him. If you don't like it, you don't have to watch it. It's as simple as that. I mean, heck, I don't like Hello Kitty. You don't see me watching Hello Kitty. Matter of fact, you don't see me talking a lot about that stuff. The point is, if I don't like something, I'm going to change it. Okay? I don't like the Kardashians. 
I'm not going to sit and watch the Kardashians and then go on Twitter and complain about an episode of the Kardashians I just watched that I didn't like because I don't even like the Kardashians. Okay, it's a waste of time and it's a waste of breath and it's a waste of energy typing on a phone complaining about something that you don't like, but you sat down and watched it anyways. It kind of reverts back to this guy I had this this um, conversation with on Twitter. He doesn't even, he supposedly doesn't, <clears throat> he supposedly doesn't even watch wrestling, yet he gets on, says that it's full of botches, it's junk, it's garbage, uh, nobody has any star power, whatever. Okay. Yet, he doesn't watch it, yet he took the time and energy to waste on commenting about it. If you know, if you don't like something, don't watch it. Don't even waste your time talking about it. Okay. Uh, if you say you don't watch wrestling, okay, that's cool. If then I don't want to see you hop on and be like, oh, Kenny Omega match was crap. Oh my God. Um, yeah, you have the right to you have the right to do that. But to say that you don't watch wrestling and then turn around and talk in nauseating detail about how horrible the match was that Kenny Omega just put on proves that you're not being one hundred percent true. It means you sat down and you watched that match. I don't watch wrestling, but I can tell you what happened. I can tell you what happened in the Kenny Omega match, move for move. Well, then you're an idiot. You're an idiot. Because you just proved yourself wrong. Not only are you an idiot, that makes you a liar and a hypocrite. I don't like, I don't watch wrestling. Oh, oh. I don't, yay. Oh, oh, I don't watch wrestling. It's horrible. It's garbage. Oh my God. But you know what? I just watched like five hours of Kenny Omega. But you don't watch wrestling. And then you go and you're like, well, no, let me tell you how horrible this five hours of Kenny Omega was. Uh, that makes you see how it makes you a hypocrite. It's as simple as that. <clears throat> If you say you don't watch wrestling, then you get on and you comment about how horrible a match was. <clears throat> and you can tell me move for move that happened in that match and what the commentators said and what attire they're wearing. Um, then I'm not going to believe the fact that you don't watch wrestling. It's just as simple as that. It is. <clears throat> now, we talked about um, MGS promo, and we talked about how some people think it's racist. Um, I don't know. I think it was a well-done promo. I, do. I believe it's well. I believe it was a well-done promo. Could he have stepped a little... Too far out of line, maybe, perhaps, could have, yes. Um, could people be too sensitive? Yeah, probably in this day and age, I wouldn't put it past them. 
There's a lot of people that are too soft in today's society. They can't they get offended at the at the slightest thing. Oh, he said my hair was ugly. Oh my god, my day's ruined. Oh my god, he 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 got the color of my eyes wrong. Oh my god, my world is destroyed. Okay, I people are too sensitive today. They are. It's as simple as that. And then there's times where you being upset about something is right. You know, what I mean, you you have the right to take a stand on what you think is wrong. That's what is so wonderful about this world and America and whatever. I mean, if you feel you have been wronged, you have the right to say that you've been wronged. Okay. At the same time, please don't go off and say, Oh my God, he said I had split ends. Oh my God, I'm going to sue him. Okay, no, then that makes you look like an idiot and a baby and that you have soft skin. Okay, don't do that. Please, for the love of God, don't do that. Okay, so now we move on. Into the next thing about dynamite, okay? So, there was a women's tag team match. It was Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter versus Soraya and Tony Storm. And they were going, and a lot of people were upset uh, because they expected Tony Storm not to be Soraya's partner. Because they thought it was going to be Monet Banks, okay, or not Mon. I don't think it was Monet Banks. Monet Vernado or whatever her name is now. She was Sasha Banks in WWE. Okay, I think it's Monet Vernado now. I'm not certain. They expected her to show up and be the tag team partner, which I don't get why. Okay, let, let's look at it this way. I'm going to make a comparison. About a year ago or something. Maybe a little over a year ago. Everybody was speculating that CM Punk was coming to AEW. Okay. Coming to AEW. He's coming. Oh my God, he's coming. Only because Darby Allen had said stuff about somebody saying they're the best in the world and so forth and so on. And... Everybody's like, oh, he, Tony Khan said CM Punk's going to be there. No, Tony Khan never said CM Punk was going to be there at the first ever Rampage. It just turns out CM Punk showed up at the first ever Rampage, right? People said, if he doesn't show up, I'm going to stop watching AEW because Tony Khan lied to us. No, he didn't. He never said CM Punk was going to show up. They used what we call a tease in the wrestling world, okay? Darby Allen did a, a trust me, I was actually at the dynamite when Darby Allen came onto this big screen and said that about being the best in the world and if you are then show up at Rampage. I was there. Okay. I was there for that. No one ever once said CM Punk. Yet, CM Punk shows up. Uh, yet, what happens? Fans show up. They have everything decorated best in the world and whatever. Okay. 
they have the shirts or whatever. Give away that CM Punk's going to show up. And he shows up at the beginning of the broadcast. Okay? Beginning. And it worked out perfectly. I guess they decided to do the same thing here. Britt Baker. Britt Baker. Went and said she was the boss and she winked. Okay? Which is supposed to be a tease at something. Calling out Monet. I don't know. Um, everybody automatically thought, oh, well, that means, uh, that means Monet is going to be Soraya's partner, right? Yeah. No, well, Soraya told y'all from the beginning that Tony Storm was going to be her partner, right? She's like, I'm sitting beside the best women's wrestler on the planet, Tony Storm. She's my tag team partner. I want to talk about that soon here, too. I'm starting to run, I think I'm running short on time, but we're going to try to get everything done and out of the way. So she does that. Fast forward. Everybody thinks, ah, it's still going to be Monet. No, she told you it was going to be Tony Storm. Okay, so Tony Storm is her partner. Okay, she shows up. Tony Storm's still the partner. Monet doesn't even show up. Monet, Renato, or whatever she's calling herself now, doesn't even show up to Dynamite. She doesn't. Everybody's upset. They're like, Tony Khan lied to us. Where did, wherever, whenever, when, at any point, did Tony Khan say Monet was going to be on Dynamite? I'll wait. Oh, wait. Oh, oh hold on. He didn't. Tony Khan never once said Monet was coming to Dynamite. Boom. Everybody speculated because they teased. See, that's what fans do, okay? The ironic part is, y'all, all of y'all people were even told that Tony Storm was going to be Soraya's partner. Tony Storm was going to be Soraya's partner. And y'all still thought, and some of y'all still thought it was going to be Monet. Even when you're told it's not going to be, you still think it is. And it and it gets me. It, 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 I think I've been known to do some stupid stuff in my life, but usually whenever I'm told something, I usually tend to go, okay, this is what's happening, not this. Okay? And yet some people still go like, oh, yeah, Monet's going to be her partner. No, Monet was not going to be her partner. If anything, Monet is going to show up and challenge Soraya to some kind of match if she does show up. If, remember, I'm the, I don't want y'all going and be like, oh, he said she's going to show up. I have no inside, no inside hook to what's going on in AEW. I find out just like everybody else does by watching it. Okay, sometimes it gets spoiled online. Okay, boom. Okay, I don't have an inside, uh, inside informant. I don't. Okay, so I don't want y'all thinking that I know if Monet's gonna show up because I don't. So, if she does, if listen to that word, if she does show up, Monet will probably end up facing Soraya because if you re recall. Soraya had to retire because her neck got messed up, right? Because 
of something Monet did to her in a match. It they it already has a built-in story there. Why would Monet be her partner when she could have a match with her? Let's put those pieces together. Second, let's talk about Tony Storm being the greatest women wrestler on the planet. I like Tony Storm. I do, but she is not the greatest woman women's wrestler on the planet. She's not the best. And the fact that Soraya sat there with Hikaru on one side and Tony Storm on the other literally praised Hikaru Shida and then turned around and praised Tony Storm. And then goes and says that Tony Storm after doing that turns around Tells Tony Storm she's the greatest women's wrestler on the planet. While Hikarashita is there beside her, I take issue with that. Because Hikarashita, in my opinion, remember, I love Tony Storm. I do. In my opinion, Hikarashita is night and day above Tony Storm. Hikarashita's the way better women's wrestler than Tony Storm is, in my opinion. It's as simple as that. I take, I take issue with that because Tony Storm is not the best women's wrestler on the planet. She's good, she's good, but she's not the best. She's not the greatest. It's as simple as that. Now, uh, now that we've done that. Uh, I want to talk real quick. January the 21st. Yes. January the 21st. ACW, the federation that I wrestle for, is putting on a show. It's in Faustin, North Carolina for the Boys and Girls Club. I love wrestling at events that have to do with the Boys and Girls Club. We've had one and it was a major success. This is going to be our second ever event done for the Boys and Girls Club, and it's turning out to be an even bigger event, and even big the potential to be an even bigger success than the last one we had. I'm looking forward to it. I am. I can't wait. Now, we have some great matches lined up. I want to go ahead and run some of them down before giving y'all the teachable moment of the of, for this episode. Now, we have the greatest wrestler in ACW today, moi, taking on Redneck Rebel and Christian Erickson for the television title. I've had so many television title shots, I've lost count. I've had so many title shots, I've lost count of which one this is, which number this is. Now, I don't like Christian Erickson. He's a great guy. Great guy. Don't like him, though. Redneck Rebel, I faced him. Tough competitor. Well, he, he's, he's a great competitor. Still don't like him. Matter of fact, Redneck Rebel shouldn't even be involved in the match. He didn't earn a shot at the title. Okay? But I'm not going to get into that at the moment. That would take a whole nother 50 minutes that I'm not even going to get into. But we got that. Um, uh, Cyclone is doing his Roadhouse Jiu-Jitsu 
thing, whatever he's got going on, that should be somewhat entertaining, I guess. Um, we have, I think, Venom's taking on one of the members of the Mafia, his partner, uh, Paragon, uh, Diablo Paragon, I don't know, I call him Man in Black Mask, he's taking on another member of the Mafia, uh, so that's gonna be interesting. The tag titles are being defended at the, the event, so it's great. Uh, I will inform you more about more of the shows next week on the episode. I'll be talking more about that. I want to hype up the event a little more. Uh, now, teachable moment. Right? Teachable moment. Now. Uh, let's see, uh, there, there was, a, there was a thing I was talking about, um, hold on, okay, here's the teachable moment, sorry, I had to pause for a second to look something up, um, dude, I'm gonna use this, I was watching this video, and it's not from me, so I got it from somebody else, um, uh, Denzel Washington's speech, um, a while back, remember the teachable moment? Uh, he did a speech a while back. He said, like, without commitment, you will not start. And without consistency, he goes, but with, but more importantly, without consistency, you will never finish. I'm going to try to talk about that. I find that very enlightening and powering. You need commitment. You need a commitment to begin. Okay? You need to be committed to something to begin. But at the same time, if you do not stay on it, you are not consistent, and so on and so forth, you will never finish. You will be stuck in the middle. You will always be stuck in the mud. Okay, it's as simple as that. You oh, you fall down, and in it he goes, you fall down seven times so you can get back up eight times. Fall down seven times, get up eight times. Keep going, keep pushing, keep whatever, keep at it. Okay. Today's society, we have too many people that just give up. Okay, they just give up too easily now if y'all want to give up that's your that's your prerogative i mean but i never gave up on anything i wanted so remember the teachable moment is simply this without commitment you need a commitment to start you'll never start without consistency constant consistency you will never finish. You have to be consistent. You have to constantly keep on that commitment to be able to finish. You want to be. You, you, you want to lose twenty pounds. Well, you got to be consistent. You want to lose. You you want that raise at work. You have to be consistent. 
you you want to be a champion, bro, you got to start and keep working hard and put in the hard work and be consistent. Or you will never reach your end goal. I think that's ultimately what it is, right? Without a commitment, you will never start at your goal. A commitment is like a goal. Okay, without a goal, you will never start. But if you are not consistent in attaining your goal, you will never attain said goal. Okay, you will never attain said dream. And that, people, is the teachable moment for this week. We are going to take a short break, a short break, and then we will be right back. Well, everyone, it looks like the time has come once again to bring another episode of the Teachable Moments podcast to a close. I think we had an interesting episode, right? We talked about AEW. We talked about different things. We talked about potential buyers for WWE. I didn't talk about Disney being a potential buyer much because I really didn't feel the need to talk about that much. Uh, I will talk more. I will talk about that. We will talk more about potential buyers as more news unfolds. But before I go, next week we will be back, same time, same schedule. I may even have something special lined up next week, so stay tuned for more information. <coughs> um, before I go, I want to tell y'all where y'all can all find me. On Twitter, it is at Kent underscore Arch. On Instagram, it is the dot masked menace. On Facebook, it is always Arch Clarence Kent. On TikTok, it is at Arch Clarence Kent. And YouTube, I have Masked Menace. Well, until next week, I am the Masked Menace, and I'm out. <laughs> <laughs>